Welcome to Safe Dividend Investing's podcast number 84 on October 5th of 2022. Today, I will be answering seven quick but interesting investment questions. Question number one. How are you able to maintain interest in a specific investment when market values are constantly shifting up and down. Between the NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange, there are only about 100 stocks that are financially strong enough and paying high enough a dividend to consider for my portfolio. I score their financial strength and I check their share prices and dividend payouts going back 20 years. I buy them with the intention of never selling them. Every few months, I rescore them. If the score were to drop below 50, the score is out of 100. The highest score I've ever calculated was a 78, and the lowest was a 4. At the same time, the dividend yield percent fell below 5%. I would begin a search to replace them with a stronger stock paying a better dividend. I can go for years without making such a change. Why would I change them? Even during market crashes, such stocks continue to pay their regular dividends even when their share price may drop by 50%. I live off the dividends, not the share price. The dividend payments increase because the share prices always rise to a new record highs after their dip. Dividends are paid from profits Profits are the result of skilled managers making a revenue and expense decisions. Out of 20 stocks, you can predict the results of 18 accurately. The two that don't perform as expected get lost in the success of the other 18. Share prices are the result of optimistic and pessimistic speculators guessing where future share prices are going to be before selling the stock and taking their profit. You sell the stock, now what? Speculators must then go through the same guessing game repeatedly with new stocks they purchase. I am told 97% of speculators are never able to get the timing of buying and selling stocks right and over the long run, they lose the money they have invested in the stock market. They supposedly justify their losses as the price you pay for chasing the American dream of get rich quick. I've been investing my way for about 18 years. The portfolio has grown into the seven figures despite my taking out a six-digit income from it year after year. I do not lose any interest in a stock because I am busy doing other things that are much more interesting and the portfolio takes care of itself. Question number two. If you don't know how to read a balance sheet or income statement, can you make money in the stock market? Do you really think that the typical successful investor in stocks waste time reading balance sheets and income statements. Investors have access to research databases where all the important financial information 
is extracted, summarized, compared, and trended. They even have advisor analysis of the stock and its potential. If you want to get insight into what information is available, where to find it, how to use it, go to www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com. Question number three. How can someone who is risk-adverse invest in stocks? There is a tremendous wealth of free information available on every stock traded on North American stock exchanges. The puzzle is why most investors are speculators buying stocks on rumors, media hype, and the promotions of self-interested financial advisors. They buy weak stocks who are currently popular, not because the companies have had continual share price increases and dividend payouts for 20 or more years. They sell financially strong stocks paying high dividends because the stock market as a whole has declined. Despite the fact the sole company may be in excellent financial condition and in any decline in their share prices is only temporary and the result of negative speculators making illogical sell decisions. Yes, an intelligent, risk-adverse person who can look at decades of rising share prices and dividend payouts and conclude that if you invested in 20 such companies, that at least 90% of them will probably be worth double what they are now in 20 years. The 10% of such stocks that don't double get lost in the high returns of the 90%. Question number four. How does psychology influence investors? Share prices are all about psychology. Pessimists are convinced in every market downturn that they are going to lose all they have invested. Thus, they sell at the bottom of the market and lose their money. Optimists are convinced with every stock that quickly doubles or triples in value is going to keep on climbing forever and make them incredibly rich. They buy at the top of the market and lose their money when the stock price drops. They both reject the realities of a portfolio of safe, diversified stocks whose share prices and dividend payouts have climbed steadily but slowly for decades because they do not match the American dream of quick wealth. Their failure is in failing to accept that there are human beings making revenue and expense decisions that result in growth and profits of the stocks, not some mythical god of chance manipulating share prices. All the volumes of data available for making reasonable investment decisions is ignored as they react emotionally to the media and investment industry hype instead of logic. Question number five. Why 
or some company's stock mispriced. Stock prices are never mispriced. They are what they are. Pessimistic speculators wanting to sell their stock at the highest price might think the price is too low, just as optimistic speculators may think that the price is too high. They keep adjusting their bids until the exchange of stocks for money is accepted by one of them. The stock market is an auction vehicle, not a supermarket. Question number six. How do you benefit from investing in companies who pay dividends instead of investing their earnings in assets that will grow the business? Dividends of financially strong companies paying high dividends are paid even during market crashes and recessions, which supplies stability to those who live off their dividend investments. When stock shares were first introduced a few centuries ago, the idea was for the investor to share in the profits, not to speculate on buying and selling of stocks. Just because dividends get paid does not mean that those receiving the dividends are not taking that money and investing it where they think best. Spreading dividend money helps create a healthy economy. Diversity helps investors and the economy in general. Companies traditionally only pay out about 40% of their net income in dividends. They do invest the rest to make the business stronger and more profitable. Question number seven. Why do people continue to invest in stocks despite current economic conditions. If you invest in financially strong companies paying high dividends, you look forward to those times when speculators drive prices down so that you can buy more stocks for greater dividend income at a lower price. The interesting thing is that financially strong companies paying high dividends, continue to pay those high dividends throughout market crashes and recessions when their share prices may have dropped 50%. This is easy to confirm by looking at decades of share price and dividend payout records for such companies. The data is easily and freely available. You will also see how at the end of the recession, the share prices again rise to new record highs. This is possible because dividends are controlled by the managers of the companies, not by speculators. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com.